0: My name is Reese Ryan, and you are listening to the VIP Lounge Podcast. Visit reeseryanbrand.com
1: for tickets, VIP packages, and more.
0: What is going on, the internet? Thank you for tuning in. I really, really appreciate all the support and love that's been seen recently during these unprecedented times. I'm kind of looking for things to keep my mind busy, uh, as I'm sure you all are. I've cooked everything I can cook, I've watched everything I could watch, so now I'm onto this. Um, you know, and it occurred to me, has anyone ever thought about doing a regular podcast but based on wrestling? I don't think so. Uh this is so original, new and exciting. <laughs> I mean, I googled and found nothing, so I thought I'd start a trend. A wrestling-based podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. The VIP lounge, regular uploads of British wrestling based content, focusing primarily on the scene as it is today. Looking at guests who are up and coming, really making waves right now in modern Brit rest. So I want to know these guys stories, mindsets, aims and experiences and why they are the wrestlers of tomorrow. Uh, so this is one of the many strands of original content, soon to be live on my platform, reesryanbrand.com. This podcast, I'll be talking without a script, wherever things go, they go, just hanging out with, uh, with some great guys from the independent wrestling scene in the UK. Exciting content, anything that you guys want to see, anything that you want me to ask, it's all uncensored, unfiltered, just let me know and I'll ask those questions for you. Alright, so who the hell am I? Well, I'm Reese Ryan, I'm the Ego Killer, the King of Swag, I'm the VIP Champion, and I'm talking from Los Angeles, California, currently in isolation. Over in the UK, I'm a former BWR Heavyweight Champion, Underground Champion, Anarchy Briefcase Holder, and I've been the VIP World Champion for 770 plus days and counting. I'm a 22-year-old Independent Pro Wrestler. Up and coming, I'm very excited to bring you an informative, entertaining, addictive podcast documenting multitude of things in the world of indie wrestling and forever for field. So, uh, before we get into it, I'd like to thank Ecosia. If you don't know Ecosia, they're a phenomenal worldwide search engine. And when you use their site to surf the web, the ad revenue produced goes to planting trees and preserving the environment. So, I mean, how amazing is that? <laughs> you don't need to do anything but surf the web, and you'll help the planet. So, uh, go ahead and download the Ecosia app today. All right, all right, here we go. So, my first guest is making waves in the industry recently. He's passionate, impressing all the right people, one of the kindest people backstage, heaps of talent, and the big guns to prove it. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Big guns Joe. Hey man.
1: Hey man, you good? That was a very nice intro. Yes I have big guns. Yes I am hench.
0: <laughs> I've seen your recent work with your physique, you know, it's uh slowly not becoming a lie anymore. <laughs>
1: uh what, why? We have <laughs> also lie. Come on now. <laughs>
0: What's going down with that then, man? Like you're um I've seen your work. You you're doing awesome. Like, tell me about your physique and what you've been doing.
1: We're we're training under a guy called uh, Nush, who uh, I, in fact actually used to wrestle for a little bit in the northwest scene. Um, but he uh, has come up with a program. We get, go to this program now. I'll tell you now. If you want to be a big and hench like me, the 36 week physique. Tell him uh, Big Guns Joe sent you. And, like a, a court, and then it's a growing phase, and then we're going to go into a um, kind of like a, a finishing phase. But it's just about calorie control and bits and bats like that and it's just it's been very eye-opening and it's, uh, considering what, what when people realize what you actually have to do and it's not really like it's just more all about like controlling hunger and controlling uh, your mindset and stuff really as no, well that's, that's i cool. mean i can eat what i want i can eat what i want but it's just in, in a sense but it's just uh it's been life-changing and again like i've seen results that i never thought i'd be able to but it's something like a minor like bits of adjustments here bit of adjustments here been doing a lot of band stuff, but he's been very, uh, very helpful in this time as well. Just because we can't go to gyms and stuff,
0: it's all online, right?
1: It's all online at the moment, yeah. But he does like videos, daily content. We all do weigh-ins, progress pictures, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's just like a big Facebook group now, and it's just uh, it's a, a another community to be around and be positive and kind of helpful or like get help or get advice from everyone. So
0: here, where we are today, all in isolation, like having that community must be awesome for you
1: yeah people outside of wrestling people in, inside of wrestling so it's a nice little boost and it keeps you motivated as well because everyone's in the same boat in that and obviously like everyone's in isolation aren't they which is a struggle that everyone's going through so it's one of them things where it's just to no keep your head down keep working and keep going so. so as
0: you know joe this is the uh the debut episode of the reese rhyme vip lounge uh this will be up on spotify apple music it's also going to be on yeah. ReeseRhymeBrand dot com now I thought we could start off. Obviously, you are Big Guns Joe. You recently went. You yes. recently went pro. You're now uh, your full time professional wrestler at the moment uh, on the independent wrestling scene. You've really been kind of taking the place by storm. Go back a few years. You know, I want to know the foundations of this mammoth that is Big Guns Joe. You know, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs>
1: Don't think <about> I've had mammoth <laughs> used as a word before. So I'll I take that. Bro. Uh, Thanks. So
0: you know, like what's um. <laughs> What's your biggest inspiration? Like, tell me about your family, you you growing up.
1: Family wise, I've I've had amazing support, Um, you know, been able to go and follow dreams. Because I did a lot of uh, drama as a kid, and going on to, as I say, when I went to uni, I did theatre performance practice at Salford University. But uh, I've had chances to just go and try things and do things, you know, various different sports, various different kind of aspirations as a child. Had an awesome upbringing, family very supportive, family very caring.
0: So going from that then, like, when you started wrestling, how old were you?
1: Yeah, I was. I was nine. Actually, I, went, I started at 18, did a session and was like, no, this isn't for me. And about six months later, I was like, what are you doing, you silly goose? And then uh, at 19, I uh, went back and then they uh, didn't look back. So. That's awesome, mate. So I'm 25 now, so it's, more, it's been six years, six years going on seven. So, uh, yeah, dude, like, it was uh, started at Grand Pro their training school and it was in manchester so did that was there for say two years or so
0: what what was it like at that school
1: it was cool man i mean like like people like sam gradwell um next to uk sam gradwell was a uh, train then started there um i've got lifelong friends there um, like isaiah quinn jacob north um rizman khan people like that people might know from the Northwest scene a lot um, who um, I'm still friends, very, very close friends with now. It was um, kind of the rough and ready kind of approach to uh, starting, starting out, starting up. Uh, loved every second of it. I was actually um, more of a high flyer back then because being, I, I was even a lot more skinnier and I was even <laughs> smaller. So that's, I, I try my hand in that, but like I say, there's a lot of people who on the scene now and even before I know considerably better than me at doing that stuff. But um so I kind of thought, no, you know what? Through different talks with different people, I kind of started to put together what Big Guns Joe is now. But um, yeah, <laughs> you never know. I might bust out a Hurricane runner at some point, <laughs> at some point in the future. But uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, that was cool, man. I mean, I started there at 19. Um, then I started to go different, different places, places like um, Wrestle Pro, Pinfall Pro. That's what it's known as now. Which, who Sam Bailey ran. Um, and obviously he runs Future Shop mainly now, but um, he ran that at the time, and that was an introduced into a completely new place, new people, and that was a brilliant experience. What age was this? Uh, when started doing that? This was um, this was this was um, oh, two and a half, so probably about twenty one, twenty two. Um, you know, uh, and it for only for only recently, like the past few years, I say, well, it's, it's gone so quick, man, it's crazy. But um, I say for the past like couple years or plus, I've been at, uh, at NGW and then. Um, Fine Spirit as well under, under, like, Zach Gibson, James Drake and uh, Nathan Cruz. And then recently I've started to go up to Rampage Brown and uh, Screwface Ahmed School as well, which is cool. So uh, trying to learn as much as I can and try and grasp as much as I can. Once I had the foundation of, uh, you know, what I was as a character and started getting on a couple of shows, I was like, right, okay, now I can try and expand and get uh, go to different uh-huh. schools and kind of, you know, get my face shown and then just learn from different people as well because it's kind of hard to get out i can understand for different different reasons It's kind of hard to go elsewhere at first because you get comfortable with where you are as a promotion at a training school and you get like you know like, oh, that you know you get to know the people get to know the trainers and you're like no this is the place i'm and I, I i'll always go back to different places like that and i still do but um it's like no you need to go out and kind of meet new people and get different kind of answers for things that maybe you know you might not know or other people might not know or, you know, other people might have different views. So, And plus, you get to learn from different people and get to experience different things as well. So, you know, it's always good to do that. But it's that initial leap, I think. I've obviously got a dramatic background, um, but it's one of them where when I was doing promos and stuff, I struggled with promos because I was just a babyface kind of guy who did a couple of drop kicks and an arm drag, you know. And I struggled with promos. And I'm like, why am I struggling with promos? But it's because I didn't have that thing that was actually me. And it took me a while to find that and that was a kind of like a, a process then it was a process of getting out there to kind of show other people what what I am and what my character was and then it's expanding on that so it's a constant different process especially when you start and then going there's always steps that you need to take and it's a it's a great journey man like again like in 20 25 years time no matter where I am in wrestling or or not i can be like the journey itself from the get go has been something that you know you it can't be rivaled
0: you know like you say with uh, with acting like so i've got a dramatic background sure. as well um, and Sure, and like man. when you um when you're in acting you can play someone that's completely different uh than who you are yeah. because that's kind of the point but the thing is in wrestling there's something so true about it not to mention the fact that you're focusing so much on all the other things like the moves the sequences the um like the kind of uh psychology of it you don't have time sure. to and act as well so like you've got to find something no. that, that is an extension of you uh I, I truly believe that and and what i want to know joe is at what point did you realize that um that you could really create what is now big guns joe what was that moment where that kind of stem from like like you know the big bang as it were
1: i can remember the moment i know exactly where i was um i was uh we was training at the um well grand pro were kind of you kind of good friends with the future school so that we were because uh the grand pro school was getting refurbed, we were there for a little bit uh and i was stood there and um one of the uh, it's actually his brother and he still wrestles like grand pro and places like bwp um guy called imran known as rio in wrestling scene people some people might know some people won't but anyway um, he had a hand in training me originally as well at Grand Pro, and um, we were still outside the ring. And I was kind of torn. I was, I enjoyed wrestling, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, something's not clicking," and I wanted it to click so bad. And you know, people always everyone will say that that there's that moment where it clicks. But I remember him saying, "Because uh, I always used to get people like going, 'Oh, how many are you, are you working out here, Joe? Are you doing this? Are you doing that?' Just because I was a smaller guy, not being horrible or anything, just kind of like one, making sure I was going to the gym, and two, it was just you know, we all, all used to like." Take the mic out of each other anyway because it, it's just it's lads being lads in it. But um I was thinking about my inspirations and stuff within wrestling, and then Rio was like, "Oh, well, why don't you do something kind of like Crash Holly kind of esque?" And I was like, "Crash Holly." Hmm. So I went back and looked at all the kind of stuff he did. You know, he used to come out with the scale. He used to do all that kind of and stuff like he was kind of kind of out there, outlandish, and kind of crazy with his um persona and stuff. But then you think about my, but then with me, the era that I grew up with wrestling. You had, like, Spike Dudley, Rey Mysterio, Chava Guerrero, all these cruiserweights, like, SmackDown 2002 cruiserweights, and all these different people. And I was like, you know what? I can make something of this. I can make something of myself being that way. And um, obviously with all these gym kind of influences, and I was like, no, pick it up at the gym and stuff like that as well. And I was a big fan of things like Bro Science on YouTube, which was quite funny, um, uh, like, funny gym kind of videos and stuff like that. And I kind of molded it all together, and I was like, you know what, you know, this is me because I am quite kind of out there. And I used to always be like, no, I am big. Oh, you know, you know me. Oh, oh, you know, doing all this stuff at the gym. And it kind of just formed into what it was.
0: I now want to move on, Joe. With us all being kind of isolated, stuck at home, no shows going on. I think that there'll be a lot of actual yes. workers and trainees that will also tune into this. And what I want to kind of speak about now is just your advice to the countless talented performers in the UK. Like, and the ones that particularly are, are now where you were a year ago, like the people who are just starting out, they've kind of maybe got one regular gig and they're now kind of wanting to push to get onto more shows and then eventually do what you've done. Uh, in the sense of becoming a full-time professional wrestler what would you say to those people
1: make sure you go to a reputable school and keep like kind of going to keep it a reputable school you know keep learning keep wrestling keep your reps keep keep getting your reps in training and stuff like that i guess just listen ask for feedback as much as you can it shows you know like people you might some wrestlers might pick up on something that another wrestler might go to your peers go to like the veteran of the of the um of the show or something, and respectfully ask them to watch watch your match, get feedback, listen, keep your ears open. You know, just keep keep turning up to shows as well. Keep your face out there because that's what I did. It's making connections. It's like anything in the entertainment industry, man. Just uh, you know, get, make connections, make friends. You know, and then you have more of an option, more of like an opportunity to. Uh, they go, oh, well, Joe's here all the time, so we'll use him, or we'll give Joe a shot because uh, we've seen him do this, do that, do the other
0: you've got a real good sense of um, of promoting yourself in the sense of, I feel like whenever I'm at a show, you're always there. <laughs> like, you're just the guy who is always... <laughs> you're just, I look to the merch stand or something and... Never baby, leave. You know, like... Um, <laughs> so I guess... Doing something, you know, I, don't, I don't know. And that's great, you know. And that, that's, <laughs> that's obviously served you really well. So when you got to the point when you were approaching promoters and kind of you know putting the feelers out i guess uh do you sure. think that that is what got you kind of the more opportunities or was it more the kind of sending the cvs that kind of thing
1: uh well the thing is like i um i put um a bit of time into my cv and stuff and i've gotten very fortunate to have the like the references that I have like um say when i saw the hurricane shane Helms, he I asked him and he put, gave me his personal email, email to give us a reference. I've got Chris Sharp, I've got the, the Grizzled Young Veterans and, you know, various different people as um, references as well. I think they're key to show that if you want to do a CV, because you need a CV at the end of the day, because I have, I have had some promoters look at my CV and say, you know what, even Breed, Breed, I got onto Breed, um, as, with my CV. And they, uh, and it's got to a point now where I'm their champion. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's been, a, it's been a weird kind of year and a half kind of from where that started. And it's weird to think that's how it stemmed. But the main thing is like, and, um, I'll be doing this even though, you know, say if you, you've you got a weekend and you're on maybe on a Friday show, make sure you go to shows on Saturday, Sunday, message from over, ask if you can come and help out and then go and help out. You know, don't just go there just to kind of watch the show. No, be seen, be heard, go and help out, put some graft in, like. And that sounds weird to come from like, like, oh, you got a graph, blah, blah, blah. But no, just got to do it, man. You know, like, and I'll, I'll keep doing that no matter what, regardless. Like, you're never a finished product. You're never going to finish being at different places. You know, just you just want to just be around the scene all the time and be around people. Well,
0: you know, if you, if and you then, love then, it um, enough, like it if you love it, like how, yeah, how sure. you should do, if you want to be a full time pro wrestler, then that won't even be a chore. It'll just be like going, going to hang no. around with people, you know?
1: Exactly, and it's, it's cool, man, because not only are you doing that and going and helping out and stuff like that, it's seeing friends, meeting new people, you know, seeing colleagues you've not seen for a while or whatever, and it's just, you know, it, it, it might not seem like it at first, but it's, a, it, it's always good, it's always a, an extra step forward, no matter if it takes two years or two weeks to get onto a show you want to get on, mm-hmm. you know?
0: So in your kind of um, experience, Everybody has got like that one moment where they they have a match, they come backstage and they're just like, man, I was awful. Like You just have that like moment of just like, and you learn, you learn from mistakes like so much more so than you do the victories. But like, like, have you, can you tell me about a moment? Like if I had to say what was like your worst match in regards to like, did you have a moment where you're just like, I'm not in this? Like, can you tell me about that? And maybe what you learned?
1: at the end of the day you know like no matter what in your matches if if you if you don't feel like you've done well then that's on you if you don't whatever but I feel like you're obviously going to have matches where you look back now and you're like oh what was that you know when you first start at the end of the day but that that might be character that might be you know your cardio that could be anything but I feel like for me what the main thing was is that when I first started doing babyface stuff I, I struggled to get kind of like you know, if I was initially, like I said, like this is like going back when I first died, when I was initial, when I when I was heel, heel, heal, and then I was was it? I think it was a camp show or something, or something. I was, you know, I was gonna just try to be babyface, and luckily I had the camps to kind of try that. But it's one of them where I was like, oh, this I, I wasn't feeling within it, and it's one of them where I needed that, I needed that kind of you no, know, you know, struggle of trying to be a babyface because then you try to do everything, you try and pan into the crutch, try and do this, try and do that. And it's like all oh, like the kind of basic stuff where it should just come naturally and it should just be able to feel it. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe I've learned that with everyone that I've been able to kind of work under or work for, or kind of be mentored by, I mean, but I, but you need those, you need those lo- lo- losses for the, for the wins, man. And you know, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's still a rep. It's still a, everything can be put into a positive. Like no matter if you don't feel like, Oh yeah, I wasn't in it. It'd still be a positive. It'll still be a, in the end, so you can still turn it around and I mean I'm going to we're all going to have matches that we don't necessarily like or enjoy or think we didn't do very well or something will happen or whatever in the future or in five years' time. It's still going to happen, but you just got to learn from them and then keep going and kind of change change what it was that you think you know went wrong or whatever to basically what I think is if you have a bad if you have, if say if you think you've had a bad match. I'm sure that'll make sure that you end up having one that would be a good match and make it even better because you've learned something from that. Does that make sense? Uh huh.
0: No, totally. And like going away from wrestling as well, like that mindset can, can be mm. like uh, that can affect any, anything in your life. Like I think that when any job, like negativity is so infectious, isn't it? And like you can't, you mm. can't let it get to you like that. Um, so that's a really uh, yeah. cool, like, thing that you have, like, just a natural optimism, I suppose. Yeah,
1: and just, just, oh, well, I mean, you need it, especially in this, in this industry, because it keeps you going, it keeps you strong, you know, because, um, I was just go into the same, whether there' negativity with any job, I mean, there's always going to be people who just go, oh, I know, I'll do whatever, I'll do whatever, you know, maybe tomorrow or, oh, I mean, when I first started wrestling, the people I used to hang around with, maybe that I'd go out with and stuff, weren't really, uh, People be like, oh, maybe skip training today. Oh, come out. Oh, you can have one drink or whatever. And then, yeah, maybe that's because they're in their mindset. They want to have a good time, and that's completely fine. If you want to go and have a good time, you do that. And, you know, I enjoy, you know, I, I used to enjoy going out and whatever, but you need that's, that's why wrestling is so amazing because there's so many people that are just so optimistic and it's infectious. So many optimistic and so driven and want to succeed, you know, that you're not going to have that kind of negativity. Like ninety nine percent of the time you won't have that negativity at all purely because people are like, No, we wanna do this, we wanna make this show great, we wanna make this match great, we wanna do this, 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 this and you know, you don't have a oh maybe, you know, I'll just do this and just settle in. People want to be the best and want to kind of you know, have the best match on the card or the best promo.
0: These people, I don't think they're they're always like that. I think their wrestling helps them be like that. Like my um yeah, time uh, Scotty Rock from the Rock and Call Express, he did a uh he did a TED talk um, about how, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. it. I've seen about it. Yeah. How, like, you know, his mental health, and he has battled with mental health a hell of mm. a lot, like, in his life, uh, and, and how wrestling sure. has kind of saved him from that. And, and that's really admirable, I think.
1: Definitely. And it's an extra step that to even admit that to begin with, you know? Like, I mean, I've got friends outside and inside of wrestling that suffer from uh, various mm-hmm. mental health issues. But um, I feel like wrestling, some somewhere, it's a, a, a very safe space to kind of talk about that stuff and at the same time kind of have a release from that when you're wrestling as well, because it's something the way you can just, you know, you go into a different world. It's crazy, isn't it? Like it is, it's a, a completely different kind of realm of, of reality in a weird kind of sense, but it's good because so many, there's so many like-minded people you can express yourself, you can talk about it, you can be open. And there's a lot more people, especially now in wrestling that are a lot more understanding about that and about these kind of issues or these, Yeah, you know, totally. Whatever.
0: I think that it's, um, it's been a real shift in, in the mindset, uh, in, in wrestling. I think like, so I started when I was, mm. um, well, I say started, I started training when I was like 14 and I think that the, uh, well, that's not what, uh, just like eight years or so. And, um, and to, sure. in that time, I think that it's gone from being quite a, uh, more negative atmosphere and uh, it's picked up and now I think everyone's on top of the game I think everybody's here to help other people like everyone's really kind and it's just a really nice environment like you say to be around like-minded people and and I know for me definitely like it's so awesome to feel included in something like that
1: yeah for sure man You, you, you know you're part of a big community big and small community in various capacities throughout you know throughout your career and it's just it's just a great i i love it you know like i mean so so do many many other people uh, like yourself i mean i don't think my life would have as as much kind of fulfillment in a sense or like kind of like satisfaction it's a weird kind of way to say i don't think i'd be like as kind of out there with my own personality I without totally wrestling get, with yeah, it, if I that totally makes sense understand. it's almost yeah, like man.
0: you you keep like two percent of your of your big persona just for when you're walking around like the street like I, I know yeah. that I'm exactly the same. Like I keep a little bit of Reese Ryan when I'm when I'm totally out the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, exactly. And you need it because it is it's a part of you that now that you'll always have. And you can switch on and off whenever, but it's, it's just a part of you that you'll, you know, you'll keep for the rest of your life no so matter what. So
0: moving on from that as well, like you say about the sense of community, there's so many like independent promotions out there and, and you're fortunate enough to oh, work with so many of them. Uh, one of them that's like kind of starting out, uh, well, I say that it's been a while now, but doing fantastic work um, up in the north is uh, uh, Wrestleverse. Sorry. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, yes. any funny stories from Wrestleverse?
1: Well, the thing is with Wrestleverse, I mean, it's um, it's a, uh, it's something that um, a few people kind of put together, and it's just it's just crazy, man. It's it's so cool. Like I um, I never it was when I w- was discussing what what I should do or w- what would be cool to be when I got at, when I was fortunate enough asked to work for the show, um, and then we came came up with the idea of like me being security, and I was like, oh, security, but then because it obviously it's something where you're something different from your original character. I was like, okay, cool. But then when you think about it more, it is because I'm a big guy. You know, I'm a big central guy in British wrestling. Why wouldn't I think that I can be the big, big enough to hold the Wrestleverse together? But yet, there's still comedy elements within it anyway. Because I protect the sword that's um, that holds the whole uni- the Wrestleverse the wrestle together. And it's like, of course you're gonna have me protect it because the biggest central guy in <laughs> British wrestling, you know. But then it's, it's just it's just another another place to kind of kind of. Um, Home your craft and try things, different things and stuff like that, and then work with people who you may have worked with, but they would, are doing something different. So it's a completely different capacity. No. Um, and there's a bear there. Rory Coyle. The, the, he he had brought actual an actual bear to face Chuck Wood, which is good. Rory Coyle did something good there. I mean, you he, he might look, you might think you recognise the bear, but it doesn't. It was an actual bear, and he got he brought that that guy that bear, and he got him to devour. If that's if that's the right word chuck wood which is good but anyway just that's a little sn- sn- snippet that
0: is just a snippet check crazy out wrestleverse. <laughs> just a
1: snippet alive bear. check out wrestleverse yeah man
0: so um everyone does have their own little um their own little twist on it and their own little brand and like i think mm. that that's so um fortunate you know like we're gonna touch on a bit later on the, uh, the more family-friendly, like, camp show type things. Uh, and then you've obviously got, like, sure. down in London, like, you've got kind of the really, like, indie, like, really um, kind of indie-centric shows. Uh, do you work much down there in, in the capital? or?
1: Uh, I've done various bits. I mean, my first show was at – we've done a few at Res- Res- Resistance Gallery, which is a, a great place to work. It's kind of, like, one of their staple venues in London. Just as a as a whole, I get to wrestle. I've been very fortunate to wrestle in various different shows, which kind of is cool because um, you know you're not just doing the same kind of show each week. You're doing so many different things, so you, you kind of keeps you on your toes. But no, I've done a, a various few shows. I have wrestled my first show in London was for Southside, which again I got to wrestle on the same show as the likes of um, like they recently were before they it turned into well before they kind of merged with. Rev Pro where like Co- the um, Cody Rhodes was on that show uh, Sean Spears was on that show, various different people and they've always had people like that on their shows and that was like one of the first places Southside that I got to, uh, I wrestled Chris oh, Ridgeway yeah. there and that was before he went to Japan and stuff like that and that was like a cool thing um, I've wrestled in Milton Keynes passed it in like for like um, IPW good wrestling, two different, completely different places, uh, I've gone to Canterbury for IPW as well, you know I've got kind of gone in and around London um, a bit, and it's a completely different scene, but at the same time, it's it's not. I'm so lucky to have been able to, like, I've been over to Ireland as well, man, and like, the Irish scene's completely different as well, but in in, in various different ways And its class, you know, like, I got to, uh, I'm getting to go over there as well for uh, another promotion at some point soon, like, and it's just mind-blowing, like, I wrestled for OTT at their Spiegel Fest, and it was it was just, it was just such a lovely, like, kind of like, put up venue, and it was, you know, they looked after you so well. And being around those boys, like, more than hype, and uh, Michael May and various different people like that, like, just so cool, like, nice guys and stuff like that. And being able to stay there, and you know, having those connections where you could just go and be like, right, I'm coming over, and they'd be like, oh, cool, you can stay at my house, and then just enjoying their uh-huh. time with them as well. But you, you need that different, you need the difference, like, you know, it, to some, to to a, a, a just a normal person. You know, it might just look exactly the same in London, Manchester, Scotland, or Ireland, but it's, it's just, you know, you're putting that travel in, you're putting those reps in, you kind of, it's more of um, kind of a personal kind of emotional thing, if you know what I mean, when you're wrestling at different places. Uh-huh. Do you get what I mean Would by that? Would
0: you say that the um, the average, like, fan is different?
1: Um, It varies, because in the northwest, like, there's a lot of fans who always, but then there's so many fans who commit and travel, dude, like, You'll see so many fans that, like, I'll see fans at a show in Scotland that I've seen in, in London. And I'm like, you've, you've traveled. So, and it's, it's mint, man. And the fans are so cool. Like, just so, like, they just love Britrest, And it makes you want to put more effort into Britress, even though, you know, you, you, you might put 110% in, but you'd be like, no, no, this needs to keep more. You need to keep doing it, you know, keep giving it everything because they care about it so much. Uh-huh. And so should you. We're fortunate to be in it. And they, yeah, obviously they pay, they pay good money to watch, watch us wrestle week in, week out a lot of fans do it like as in a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. And you want to be able to kind of, you know, show that you appreciate that and you care about that. So you want to give everything you've got, no matter what the capacity of the crowd I mean, of course, or where man, you like,
0: are. If they're, if they're spending money on the ticket and then they're also spending money to travel and like their time as well, like that's, 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 that's sure. that amazing passion. Like
1: I think, yeah, of course, man. I think with um, the whole cave thing with Breed, the fact that they had people coming in on coaches and different things like that. And it was uh, so many different fans from different promotions. All, it was weird kind of like came in and it was weird. We're in Castleton and me and uh, I was with Chris Sharp at the time and his, um and his um other half. And um, we were just kind of just getting some food and then people walking past me going, uh, you know, you can do it, Joe. We believe in you. Cause they'd been there for hours already, mm-hmm. you know, waiting for the show to start. And then we're walking past the crowd already, you know, just kind of, um you know, getting ready to go in and, Resort itself out, get changed to get ready to wrestle but people are like, no, we believe in you, Joe, you've got this and it was a kind of sense of, it was a community, it was like I wasn't just doing it for myself, I wasn't just doing it because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I've been booked here I was doing it for everyone and it was the first time I was like, wow, you know like there is a full sense of community and yes, I need to do this for the fans, just because they care so much and put have faith in me I don't want to just go out and just be like, oh, I don't no, care. Of course. No, of Was course course that a I moment
0: care. like where you could be like, you could reflect and be like, wow, look how far I've come? You know, because like, don't get me wrong, like, you're such a humble guy. Yeah. And you know that you've got so, such a huge Thank way to you, go. Man. But like, for, like, you have d- done incredible things from starting out and now to here, where like, there are people up and down the country that know your name. Like, that, like. It's weird.
1: It's, it's mental because it's like, I just. As I say, like you say, yeah, there is a lot a lot more, like, to go. And, of course, there is. There always will be, no matter what, no matter what position you're in. But, um, yeah, it's, it's mental because it's, like, people will say, oh, we were speaking about you the other day, like, and about this and this. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. Or, like, people might mention me on a podcast or something of, like, and they didn't have to do that. And it's like, oh, okay. And it's just, it's just weird, man. And it's cool because it shows that, you know, hard work is paying off. And it, even if it's, like I said about going to shows, it's in small doses as well, you know each, everything you do and everything that's said is a step forward or a step, you know, further to the, the goals that we all have. And I just think it's, um, it's, it's so humble. Like you say, it's humbling. it's just, this is so cool, man. That like, for example, someone, I actually got it framed and I'm going to put it up. Someone drew, drew, um, like did like a, a painting of me. And I was like, what? you didn't have to do that. A fan. But obviously they were, and they give it to me. And I was like, this is, i just debuted on attack. So I was at the merch <laughs> table as I usually, he <laughs> <you> said, <laughs> but, um, and they handed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is cool, man! You, it's crazy, you know. You didn't have to do that, and it's just it's just a nice thing where it's like you, it shows that people care and people are invested. Amazing, it is. It's 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 worth no, it everything, is. man.
0: And now moving on, we're gonna play a game of first word. So I'm gonna say a couple of indie wrestling stars, and you're gonna say the first word that comes into your head. All right? Are you a uh, are you a game guy?
1: If when well, next time you see um. Gia Adams, um, ask her about how competitive I am and then uh, she'll, right, she'll give okay. you an answer.
0: <laughs> Sweet, off we go. Cool, so yeah, man. first one, Joe Connors.
1: Love him. Zach Gibson. So, Zach Gibson, um, again, changed, like, changed UK uh, completely. Uh,
0: Johnny Storm.
1: A legend, love him. Got to wrestle him. Matt Myers. Amazing. Lovely boy. <laughs> yeah, cool, awesome.
0: Mentor, Sam
1: Haley. mate, coach,
0: Allegero. uh, so carrying on, uh, CJ Banks
1: again, coach, Joe Hendry, Scottish, Scottish, <laughs> Scottish again, but, but the Olympics got like a crazy just as a quick one for Joe Hendry being professional wrestler and going into Olympic wrestling, how like crazy and, and mind-blowing is that like representing your your um your home your home like kind of mm-hmm. your home soil oh, of course i right? think
0: he's an amazing man as well i uh I, i've had a few yeah, yeah. with him and like i i've been fortunate enough to talk mm-hmm. to him get advice um and and he has got such an amazing way of just seeing things uh, i love
1: and the, yeah his presence as well like just in the ring and as a person like he's just a person you need around in, in uh-huh. the british so british positive scene. he's
0: like he's a really really good mentor yeah think, to, to a lot of people
1: definitely and finally
0: the last guy uh you've already mentioned him so i think i already know but uh chris sharp
1: uh boy babe would you say man.
0: You, he's your wrestling no. best friend
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, I've got quite a few lads like Joe Nelson, like the Young Guns, and the Jacobs and all them up. But I see Chris as before all this pandemic, like he lives ten minutes from my house now, and in his journey, like if you listen to, if you go, I know it's just you don't mind for another, just another um a podcast, real quick. It's not even the fact that it's not even mine. It's um, Tuesday Night okay. Jaw with uh, Matt Taylor Richards. I've been fortunate, I've been, I've been on that, but like fortunately, he's given me the opportunity to be on that, which was real fun. But um. The, just the journey that Chris has had, and it's such like he, it's, there's so much more to him than what he says, as well. Just like talking about it because he came over from him and his uh, his, his missus, who's a former wrestler as well. Um, Holly Blossom, yes, I said Holly Blossom, I got it right because <laughs> the twins, Hannah, Holly and Hannah Blossom, anyway, yeah, they're, they're legendary. They won like TNA British boot camp and stuff as well. They went over to America, but um, just kind of the how they had to, um, and I know he won't mind me saying this, but how they had to like kind of fight for their kind of relationship and um, he came he's, he basically made the jump and came from all the way from Virginia to here and now lives here and he's got to follow his dream it's took him from America to England to get to the chance to work for the and I think his story alone is crazy and just so like passionate and so um, you know just like it just gives you the motivation and just the fact to get to see him on a personal level as well like sometimes I'll be around his like I'll go to the gym or something and I'll come around to his and just watch watch wrestling and watch tape some of the other guys will come around as well but sometimes for me and him we'll just be there for hours and hours and hours just talking shooting the breeze playing games and just watching wrestling and just coming up with ideas and like I said like I don't mean to but <laughs> you'll probably be like oh what are you do? he may be like what are you doing this for but because he'll, he'll call me stupid or someone, whatever. But like, he is like my best mate, and I, I, I wouldn't be where I am that's in wrestling amazing, without man. him.
0: That's 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 awesome. He's um, I, I've I've met him maybe like yeah, three or four times, and like it's always just been in passing. Yeah, he, he likes to come about. He's, he's he gets so, around. Always so happy, so positive. Um, so yeah, I'm, exactly. I, I imagine like you kind of knowing him on a whole new level. Like I can just imagine, like we said earlier about um about how. You, you're the sum of the three most important people in your life, and him, him being one of your sum must mm. be amazing.
1: Yeah, definitely. And again, like it's like I, I wouldn't be where I am without him. Honestly, like and, and with a lot of people, but just because of just the constant kind of mentoring, I get it's just I, I, sh- I would pay for that happily, and <laughs> I get it for free. You know what I mean? And I, I'm, 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 like a best mate and then some as well. You know what I mean? Lad. <laughs> what a boy. Travel. Uh
0: all right, and I know what the answer is gonna be for this one, but Chuck Wood.
1: <laughs> Coward. Adrian Street. Revolution. recently
0: uh going on from this, I recently watched a um a evening with Adrian Street. I was down at um it was the oh, cool. London Lucha League. Um, I went down there, um, and they have like a rescal. and I literally, I just sat and listened to this guy. Like it it was incredible. This legend right in front of me, it was like three hours, uh, like late at night. Like there was a bar just like drinking and listening to these stories. Cool. So the next thing is we're moving on to calls. So we have a few people waiting on the line. Here we go. I've got a fan here. Talk to me. At least my question is for Joe. Joe, what are your thoughts on Slamming Crater at the Future Shock Anniversary show? And who was it who made that call to do that spot? So uh, just, to, just to confirm there, man, uh, that was Slamming Crater at the Future Shock Anniversary show. What are your thoughts on yeah.
1: that? Yeah. Oh, ah, man, well, that's basically made my career in a sense. I'm actually good friends with um, with Crater, um, is a good lie. a big boy. <laughs> not, as, not Not as big as me. Obviously, being the biggest Hentchest guy in British wrestling, obviously, obviously we spoke about yeah, this yeah. so much already. <laughs> but um, no, it was um, I've had this thing a huge shock where uh, I keep losing, I keep losing, I keep losing. Uh, but it was a thing where it was i uh, obviously I'm heel there, and I uh, wanted to you know come out, I'd promo, say oh, I'm the biggest Hentchest guy in British wrestling today, which is true. But anyway. Um, yeah, and then I'd lose to I lost to people like Zach Gibson. I wrestled him. Wrestled, you know, T Bone, referee Chris Sharp, the coward. Now, joking, <laughs> I love him, really. Um, you know, uh, Matt Taylor Richards. You know, that was my first one. He, who was the announcer at the time? All these different people through through Future Shock, who I'm very fortunate to wrestle as well. And then it got to Crater when, and it was a point where I was like, I'm sick of this. I will finally, everyone will finally realize nobody measures up to Big Guns Joe. I'm going to win. I'm going to, you know, just have have the victory, and then Crater comes out, we have a match, and you know what, it's the first time where, I was, I was like, we both said out there when we got to the back, we were like, this is mental, because they were just hot for it, and everything, we we didn't do anything really, to be honest, it was more of um, me trying to, you know, work around him, and eventually cut me off with something mm-hmm. big, and just beating me up till the final bit where um, he uh, went went to knock me head off, I ducked it, Slammed him, and then the next thing I remember I'm at the ropes like and then everyone's on the feet it was honestly one of the greatest moments of my life and it's the fact I could share it with a friend uh was class oh that's great man uh, so, like, but yeah and it, yeah Matt.
0: so that that like uh, that describe to me that that reaction like what what was going for your for your mind when that happened did you expect that re- that kind of level of reaction or
1: um no well at the same time I was hoping for it I mean it was cool because some of the boys, like Saxon Huxley was there with Chris Sharp. They were both like, let's get in it. Like, they wanted to be within the mm-hmm. crowd. You know, Sam Bailey was there. Obviously, he helps from Future Shock now, you know. Um, the fact, just, I don't know, Every I it was a very weird moment because I had so many fans and so many, like, friends and mentors and stuff around, like, just trying to absorb that moment. But I, I don't know. I, I, I did it. I rolled off. I kind of rolled away from him. And I was kind of on the, middle, on the bottom rope. And I was just, everyone was just on their feet going mental. And it was... It was just a turning point for my career because I'll remember that forever. And, um, but yeah. and then the, with the storyline as well, it was like that happened. So it was like, a, oh, maybe he can do it. He keeps losing, but maybe he can do it. He keeps losing. And that was the fans getting back. No, no, he can, he can, he can, he can. And then it got to a point where I wrestled Damon Lee who turned his back on me um, at Future Shock where we were big and brave, but he turned his back on me and uh, we had a false cat anywhere match and we both batted each other. And I eventually, you know, after everything, where people were saying, "Oh, we can do it, he can do it," I got to the top rope, I jumped and uh, jumped off and put him through a table, and then that was where I finally got my win at Future Shock. And then that reaction was like a kind—it was a, it was a big reaction as well. But it was kind of like them two, you know, going together to become one big thing. If you get what mm. I mean?
0: Oh no, that's awesome! But it, so the um, so you know, like on the Independence, like when you have a promotion a promoter that's gonna like really take that chance with you and run with you oh man it's great to really have that
1: i'm so i'm so thankful for future shock honestly mate like i mean there's so many different places that gave me my start like you've got tnt extreme wrestling grand pro wrestling you know like pinfall pro and all that but like with future shock i mean i don't know I mean, with all these different places together, but the future with this storyline, it was kind of like a main a, a main storyline on, e- on each mm-hmm. show. And it was continuous. Like I was on every show and they run quite frequently, at least like two times mm-hmm. a month. So it was one of them where it was like, they put stock in me and I was like, right, okay. And then, then with that, because of that, of what happened at Future Shock, the similar things that happened at other promotions, uh-huh. which if, without Future Shock, I don't think I would have got that much of a push or been used as frequently mm-hmm. and in like, bigger matches no, no. and um, and of course with future as well just to add to them i'm not putting like i'm not just doing this to put future over, i'm just very lucky i've wrestled hacksaw jim duggan and the hurricane in the space of a month <laughs> there what that shouldn't come out of my mouth right how <laughs> mental is that, that it's crazy right yeah exactly so you know <laughs> when they but, yeah. when
0: they pitched those <laughs> ideas to you what what did you think
1: I was like, okay, right, all right. I remember, I remember it was because t- they started running at Stockport Town Hall, a uh, future shock, and it was it's a big venue and it's a place that literally five minutes down my road. You turn left out of side of where I live to go down one big main road for about five minutes, and you're there. And it's just it's such, such a lovely venue, such a lovely building. There's two venues in Stockport. Let's say three that. Um, well, I say the uh, future shock have done Stockport Guildhall a lot, but they did the Town Hall and the Plaza where I've worked and performed on in six years. For about six years, I've had to, I've got to wrestle there as well, very early on in my career. So there's a couple of places in Stockport, like my hometown, where I've got to wrestle, and I'm very thankful for it. Anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be doing this loads, bro. So well, uh, <laughs> you, know. I, I think <laughs> you've really had it so I far. The
0: second part was
1: um, kind of. Oh no, no, I, I'm with you. Yeah, no, I know where I'm. No, with, uh, with future, um, they were doing the for the love of wrestling, and um, they were thinking about who's going on with who. Uh, you know, and who they could get, like legends wise, and it was a big eight-man tag with Hacksaw. And they're like, well, uh, we're going to put you guys in with that. So it was me, 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 and Damon, and um, a guy called uh, Thomas Wolfe, who were big and brave at the time. And uh, who else? And who else did we have? Oh, it was Big T. He he was in the match as well. But well, this this was crazy. Like this for the love of wrestling event. You might have seen it like throughout. On Facebook and stuff, it's been postponed. The second one, sadly, but I mean, future. got to do a show as well, which had like Pete Dunne. I was in the final four rumble with Pete Dunne, and um, yeah, he battered me and threw me over the top. But let's not <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I got to do that, and then be in the rumble with my friends, like you know, gotten colleagues, and work with them in, in. And it was a good turnout. Like they had such, like the, the whole the event itself was mental, and then people stayed for the show as well. But yeah, uh, and then we got to I got to us Hacksaw in this, and it was. We had an agreement, me and Damon at the time. It was like, well, if I if I want to do more with Hurricane, which I'll get to, uh, he can do more with uh, Hacksaw. But I still got to, uh, I still got put, he's got big hands, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, man, mental. But he was just so lovely, man. He was like, oh, I just want to be, be with the guys. And then he was just like, and he was like, walked off for a bit, then came back after being dressed, as in, because he, he had meet and greets to do. And then was like, right, let's do this. And I was like, Okay, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Let's do this. I <laughs> <laughs> um, with the hurricane, man, it was so cool, man, because he, um, he was over – he did some stuff with OTT as well, but he was over for a bit. He did um, – I went to his uh, – he did his podcast thing, and he actually mentioned me on his podcast the week after, which was mind-blowing as well, because he's saying about how much he enjoyed this time over here. Um, but, yeah, he um, – so we did his podcast at the Fab Cafe in Manchester and we were down just representing Future Shock. And we filmed a promo. We filmed a promo with me looking for him and he was like, you know, hiding as as Gregory Helms, you know, just hiding with like a hood up and sunglasses on and whatever. And then he went into did the OTT the next day. But the Sunday, yeah, um, he was just so like good to be around and he, you know, he was like laughing at all the different spots. that I was like, you know, just get, we're in a test of strength in the back, and I was like losing straight away, like you know, just going <laughs> through it. And he was just going like, <laughs> he was like, this man. He's like, <laughs> just giggling. I was like, this, this. I was like, this is crazy. What is going on? You, I watched you as a child, mate, and you are like, you know, just laughing, laughing and stuff. And then you had so many nice things to say about it. And when we watched the match back after recording it, but just the whole thing in general, he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I, like, I had spots, you know, he, he does his, um, what's up with that. Um, I was like, I want you to uh, do that out of nowhere, and me panic and take a bump, and then we did that, and it got really, got really well. Um, you know, just the whole match and um, the chokes chokeslam as well. I was like, if I don't make sure we, I launch, we both launch me. um I was like, no, it's got to be done. So if you watch your back, I like, you know, post like anything. And he's like, oh. it hurt. I'm, it sucked, man. When I when I landed, but it was so <laughs> worth it. But no, um, back to the original question. I've gone on for about eight minutes, Anna, but. um yeah, uh, I got pulled aside. Me and uh, the Young Guns, who I'm so close with, Luke Jacobs, Ethan Allen, the boys. You know, um, obviously people like when they think when they book like me or when we come to a show, they're obviously going to be with me because it's just the Manchester car now, the Northwest car in a sense for a lot for a lot of shows. And um, we got pulled aside, and we're like, right, because we had a feud going where they couldn't be beat me, Damon and Tom because it was the uh, numbers game. I still didn't get the wins by the way, it was always Damon so that also added to my losing streak at future, well my non-win streak at future shot Um, I was like yeah I did it as well I guess but um, yeah we got pulled aside and we are like right, there's going to be one person that's going to finally get you know even the odds and beat big and brave and they were like well it's going to be the hurricane and I was like what and then yeah from then on it was just Leading up to it, leading up to it. The Pro Row Package they had before it about like the Adam Adam Turek's, um, the producer guy at Future Shop, well, that's the producer, like the editor and all that stuff, and he does amazing work. But no, it was just so hyped and just watching it like from behind the screen, I was like, oh, let's do this. And then um, the town hall is just such a mega, mega, mega venue, and there was like 500 people there. Yeah, it was I saw crazy. I saw the photos, like, anyway, it
0: looked really cool.
1: Yeah, man. Dude, it was a, one, again, another moment that was just career just changing. It was amazing. Anyway. All right. Yeah, that's, cool. that's that.
0: <laughs> but, no, that's class. awesome. The uh, So we've got another, another caller. I'll, uh, I'll just hook this up. So cool, man. Fine. Hello, Reese, mate. I've got a question
1: for Big Guns Joe. Joe, who is your favorite promotion to work with? And who is your least favorite promotion to work with? Well, I mean, I, why would you least promotion least favorite i mean we're we're all very fortunate to uh work if we work get to work for anywhere really i mean everything's a stepping stone i mean you'll agree as well in different places um and there's never a least favorite i mean you know at the end of the day people are put, promotions are putting faith in you to go out and perform and you, for them to think that you know you're worth doing a good job to for their fans so No, no, cool man. It
0: bugs me about about when people kind of really slate the the British camp shows. uh, Oh man, dude, yeah. Go on.
1: I'm so fortunate. I'm just saying, so fortunate to have them um, with a mixture of Mega Slam, Fourth Generation Wrestling, you know, places like that. NGW do camps as well. But I mean, the places that I've worked, I've worked for like every summer for like two years and every like in, in the April holidays as well. And you just get to be with your mates, and at the same time, you get to work different places, setting up the ring every time. You know, there was some points uh, last year in April where we were doing three shows a day and putting, um, taking the ring up, driving like half an hour down the road. No, but it, it's it- part of it, and you're getting your reps in, and it's the best, the best thing. And I'm so fortunate to have. Being able to uh, be given the opportunities by these promotions, yeah, to say right, yeah. right, well, we yeah. we 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 enjoy your character, and it got me the chance to work on my character, and you know what works, what doesn't work. Because if I look back now, I'm gonna say my first camp show compared to like now, if I do them again, my character would be so different, even though it's me still trying to portray, you know, big guns show, and um, again reps as well, um, with the camps um over in April, it was a mixture of um, camps and then indie shows. I had um, what was it? I think it was forty-eight matches in a space of a month.
0: That's fantastic.
1: It's I'm mental, right? And, it, I, and again, I would I would do it over and over again. I'm just very lucky. It's the for only
0: it. place, like on the independent scene, where you can, like you say, put those reps in in the the, the yeah, pure and volume learn of what you have.
1: You you tell me now, right? With All Star as well, places like that. You tell me that one of their shows isn't with with their star study cards you know and with people they're very stressed, like dean Ormark, like you know play people like that like Niwa i'm i'm makes with niwal niwal gets chance to do them all the time but you're learning from the black like james mason you're learning from all them lot and i mean i'd love to do all-star i mean i'm sure anyone would love to do all-star as well just you know just to kind of like same in ngw as well you've got all like and, and nathan cruz at like rampage you got um you know, uh, Robbie X, uh, all the NGW lads who do their camps continuously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just a huge learning experience to gl- work with other people. And if you're fortunate to get on any camps, you know, you, 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 you've, they're putting stock in you and you're like, right, well, I'm obviously worth worth being here. No. With wrestling picking up for me, very fortunately, I wasn't able to focus on this full time at the time before all this pandemic thing kind of went mental. But, um yeah, Uh, just any show like going back to that any show um that i get you get to go on is a blessing because you get to get another rep get to work somebody new maybe your friend again or or maybe like a colleague again so like better than what you did the last time you know 10 people 100 people a thousand people whatever you know you're the one that's getting chance to go out and perform and earn a living from it so but yeah uh, favorite promotions i mean everywhere i work for i get to do something different be it Refuge Shot, doing whatever, you know, what I said before, TNT, whatever. Well, there's so many more promotions that I worked for, even like Breed, for example, who will be coming back soon. I'm a Breed champion, which I never thought would happen. I got to wrestle in a cave, crazy, right? I've seen mental. that. Mental. I was in the main event, get to win a tournament. Yeah, dude, it was mental. And then the reaction I got from that was crazy. But, like, I, I could list all the promotions I work for now, but, you know, whatever and I'm very, very fortunate to work for every single one of them, but at the end of the day, each one of them has given me something else to map out my career. No, Does that make sense? Of
0: course. The, the...
1: And, like kind of, and kind of carve what I am as a performer. So, no, that's you know, fantastic. You've got such yeah. a
0: good, um, the right mentality uh, to be able to kind of go and push through with that. Just kind of moving on with that, though, um, what was it that, how, how did you learn this kind of mindset? Who, who would you say is the biggest, person that's kind of led you in on the direction that you're on if that makes sense
1: my mentors i mean i've got so many of them um throughout my my whole career so far like all my, my trainers you know i've got sam bailey from future shock you know where i started you got johnny Radigan when i st- where i started he gave me my initial start you know my training basic training and so forth you know the grizzled young veterans Zach gibson james drake who are killing it right now they they've you know, I've been going to fine spirit training with them. Nathan Cruz, Rampage Brown, Screwface Ahmed, you know, NGW. I get to go various different places, you know, two types of training there. And then they give me different mindsets. Um, I've done various stuff with T-Bone. I'll always go to T-Bone after, you know, after a match and ask him for his advice. But not only that, I, I go on, have I, have I got to wrestle like Martin Kirby very early on, who kind of helped scope my career. Joey Hayes, who was an incredible talent who always continuously helps the, the Northwest scene and so forth, you know, um, Ashton Smith, who, who I got to wrestle very early on. But not only that, like I'm very good, very close friends with Chris Ridgway, who's helped me scope my career from the start, you know, and give me kind of that extra push. Chris Sharp is one of my best friends and lives 10 minutes down the road from me. And it kills me. I can't see him right now because all we do is go around. I'll go around to his, we'll go and just watch wrestling and just talk wrestling. And he has given me so much invaluable information um kind of help and will help kind of edit stuff you know with different like videos and everything just just because he because i'm his friend and he wants to help me and but the stuff he's he's said has blown my mind and that goes for everyone little bits kind of chipping away and away, and it's kind of molding me as a person and a performer you know and that goes for all my friends as well like the car like the young guns joe nelson you know all the guys that i get to go be around with and I, i know i'm not just saying that like oh you know look at all these people i'm not i'm Every single person who I get I've had a chance to work with is kind of giving me that extra edge on that. To, like I said before, to shape me in, in my career. No, that's, and, that's um, fantastic. Like, and having yeah. those
0: conversations uh, with like-minded people. Like, I I find that like um, mm. one of the things that I really enjoy, like, uh, to uh, something I live by, is you're the product of your closest three individuals like in your life and it sounds like you've got yeah, like sure. you've got some pretty dope individuals there man so like that's that's gonna oh
1: dude honestly man like it's, it's it kills me that i can't see everyone at the moment but like and i probably not mentioned everyone there yet but um oh dude like the people i have around me it's just i'm too fortunate for it but the thing is i've got, I've got this opportunity and i've got it right in front of me so what what can i do to optimize my um kind of the, the days or even that goes for like, I've got my, uh, my personal trainer. Well, he's kind of, we're, we're doing a 36 week physique and a lot of the lads are on that as well. But even that's kind of adding to the wrestling where it's, like I've got all these different people who are doing the same thing, like-minded, like you said. I mean, at the end of the day, if I, I'm, I would be wasting potential, my own potential and the potential and um, the offerings that I get from everyone, uh, you know, all these kind of inspirations or mentors or whatever. If I don't take that and get, you know, use them to the full potential, then I'm doing myself a disservice for my future. I'm doing everyone else, you know, they'll be like, well, why, why would we bother helping him? You know, I've got to um, just show that it's I'm worth people's time and that I'm, you know, very thankful for this um, kind of advice and information or just, you know, help that I'm getting from everyone. You, I'm very lucky to be in that position right there. So why I, you know, I want to kind of, see how everyone is not even that really I just want to kind of absorb everyone's kind of energy and as weird as that kind of sounds it's well it is just is what it is it's you know just kind of create that moment because you know yeah you're there to wrestle but that's 10 minutes out of the say the two-hour drive it might take to get there or like you know the, sh- the show start you get there at six or five five or six the show starts at half seven you're probably there till 11 12 after the rings been taken down or whatever you know you've got you want to spend and enjoy that time with everyone so when it happens when you get to get that chance to go back you know you've got all these professional personal professional relationships to kind of go back on because you might i might not have seen you for like a month say because we might be on different shows but i get to you know reconnect with you again and actually you know because online yeah you can ask you can speak to everyone but just 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 getting to know people and getting to be around different peoples with different with different like you know personalities and um like you know views on wrestling views on life and it's just i just enjoy people and i enjoy being around people so i'll get getting chance to do that with so many different kind of characters within wrestling uh and in, in, in life in general it's just yeah I've, and it's just it's just a nice thing you know because so many people are giving me the opportunities and care about me i want to do the same for other people as well so no, yeah
0: that's awesome the uh so we've got um moving on from that we've got another guy on the on the, uh, sure. on the line uh if you're ready I'll uh, I'll let this Oh, go.
1: here we go. Hey Reese, it's your boy, the long
0: shot Jimmy McKeyway. And I've got two questions to ask. Oh there he is. Sure if that's okay? First of all I'm not... <laughs>
1: A lot of iron brew here. I'm just wondering, can I convert that into anything that's going to help me with my physique? Like protein shakes or
0: protein bars or anything? Any information would be greatly appreciated. (laughs) Second of all, please can you ask him if he's going to be on my quarantine quiz? He hasn't been answering my phone calls. Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) What
1: a boy. just uh, legit, like, before the camps started he let about six or seven of us stay at his home and we got there after the show and he's got such a lovely home and um, yeah it's just so nice and I was just very very happy you know very 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 such a bubbly lad and it's just like oh you... again that's where the good people we are guys like you know I didn't maybe didn't get a chance to see speak to all like you guys I know who you guys were you know the main guys who worked to be do before I got there and it's just such another group of people. That's why I enjoy working in so many different places, and it's very fortunate to do that. But anyway, McIlroy. It depends how many calories are in this iron brew. If it, was iron, if it was iron brew like, you know, light or diet, you know, diet, whatever, I don't know if you could kind of make it into protein bars. I mean, what would you do if you tried to, you know, smelt it in a furnace or something? Is that what you're trying to – I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, if it's the full fat one, you might be struggling because at the end of the day, you know, like I'll probably only drink like Pepsi Max or like a Monster or something like that. That's all a Monster Ultra purely because it's very minimal calories. But we could go. We don't have to go into that right now. Anyway, regarding your quiz, I'd love to do any quiz. You might have got the wrong number, or you might be uh, you know with where, you know where you are in your shed, or where you know being homeless as you are. Um, I don't know. You might you might have to try and connect some wires to actually get through or well, something. You know the um they wanna...
0: the I was on that quiz uh a couple like last oh, week. Yeah. It was really dope actually. It was quite fun. But the thing is he got one of my
1: yeah, he... well, the thing
0: is man, he got one of my answers wrong. He asked me um so how many rounds are there in an Olympic boxing match? And I was like three. And, right. and he was like no, it's four. So I went and got my bro Anthony Agogo. And he was like, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah. Like, because he's obviously like, you know, bronze medalist Olympics. And he's like, no, no, no. It's it's three yep. three. So like, um, yeah, just watch out, you know, if you go on that quiz. Call them out, dude. Yeah, you? you need to watch out about the um about the school oh, year, man, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jimmy, so the the comedy, it. Uh, Joe's answer was no, <laughs> you just need to give the brew up if you're gonna lose weight, uh, or gain weight. Uh <laughs> and um and yeah, you'll be on the quiz, right?
1: Yeah, man. Cool. Let's
0: do it. <laughs> awesome. You've heard it there. All right. Awesome. So that is the um, that is the phone calls. We have a few questions that have been online. So I went on my Instagram and on my Twitter and Facebook, and I put like a little thing cool. to ask some questions. Uh, so what I got was – here we are. Um, so I got a message from Scotty Rourke. He said, uh, how is he so handsome?
1: Oh, I, I will – kiss that boy on the mouth when all <laughs> this is such over a
0: chappy, isn't
1: he? <laughs> yeah, he's just shaved his beard as well and he looks completely different oh my but god he looks I saw a, that. A completely different weight <laughs> yeah he just he looks completely different um kind of style of handsome this time as well he, he's not he looked a bit more rugged when he had his beard but now he's kind of i don't know that, he's just a handsome boy it isn't it he
0: sounds like you've got something going there man is that like a little bromance going oh
1: on? oh it's a bromance well you know every time i see him it's just uh my my eyes and my heart like no I'm joking. Um, yeah, no, he's cool, man. <laughs> he's um, I used to train a fine Spirit when he was at uni up near Liverpool, and that was where I first met him. And um,
0: oh,
1: you meet him, yeah. no, he's uh... oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, we did be to answer but I didn't realize like I didn't know who he was properly until like, I actually came to be the world. I was like, oh, I remember, you know, blah 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 blah, and, you know. But um, now nah, lovely boy, him and Cole, well, Cole's you know. I'd rather not speak about Cole, but no, <laughs> joking. I, I love him as well. They're both lovely guys, and you know, I just want to uh, just be around them, like I say, and like with every like with everyone, may, may, you know, most of the time, you know, like I guess sometimes it might be a bit too much for people because I'm like, ah, but <laughs> but those two you know, like they're just such lovely boys, and it's just um, it's very nice to see so them doing the well as well.
0: Home, uh, that is the Rourke and Cole Express. They're a uh, they're a tag team. Yes. Uh, the BWR, are they still the BWR? tag team champions i
1: can't no they're not oh. second to none um uh matt meyers the, the the cheeky boy and uh brought in uh nathan cruz and uh yeah they uh they beat well, there they are the, the Iranian tag champions as part, part of second to none with now the world heavyweight champion uh Rampage brown and uh the women's champion the uh, cheer adams and then lucas Steele as well so who's gonna stop them is it gonna be me and blake team hench <laughs> let's see We'll have to find out when uh, when BWR gets back up and running after all this.
0: We have another uh, another guy. He's wrote um, it's not really a question, but he's just said, "Please take care of yourself during this virus time." Uh, that is Anthony AJ Four. Cool. Uh, we have a dot um, Young has just put hi, so hi there, my <laughs> guess. Hello. Um, another person has written, uh, "Are you a superhero guy?" uh yeah the bits marvel, and bats yeah uh, like, it depends it really quick but is it marvel or dc
1: uh mainly more marvel because i was such a big x-men fan like back in the day but uh, i don't mind the dc like i like the batman films and stuff like that but um no it's 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 a marvel i like all the x-men animated
0: series i
1: used to have uh, the kind of the one of the games on a PS1, and uh, it amazed me because my brother like, i will going on it like in like five years time and I'll do the same thing. It was like uh, kind of, you know, kind of like um, Mortal Kombat style, but uh-huh. uh, it was X-Men and I'd always be, it'd always be um, Wolverine and there was a kind of certain move where I'd kind of do like a weird kind of front foot <laughs> and he'd be like wah-wah, wah and he'd be like like double like with his claws and I'd just kind of take his health down and just kill him with that and I'd just keep spamming that and he'd get I've, frustrated, um, it was I've hilarious.
0: i recently bought a uh, PS2 it's on its way because like that was my thing growing up. And um, and I played oh, yeah? uh, a, a different X Men game. It was X Men Wolverine's Revenge or something like that. It, oh, oh, I've so never good. played it's that. Got, uh, Mark Hamill as a uh, as the voice, as the voice. Oh, cool, it. man! And it's, it's yeah, so good. sick.
1: He does the Joker as well, don't he? For um, the uh, like Arkham uh-huh. Sound and yeah. stuff like that.
0: And then we've got um, cool. two questions that were actually addressed to us both. Uh, and they were, what is your sure. favourite match that you've participated in and why? That was Sam Oxborough. Do you want to go first?
1: Uh, Well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's the most recent one I had. Again, I, these people say I forgot to mention them. Like Aussie Open, Chris Brooks and um, Lycos, well, Schadenfreude. They give me such a big opportunity to be on their Sheldon Ford and Friend shows in the the Frog and Bucket, another amazing venue. And what they have going on is incredible. But um, Chris Brooks, uh, you know, he doesn't—he didn't know me that well at the time, but, he'd, uh, you know, there was different seminars. And I was, like, kind of, when I was coming to a show, and he would say, he, he basically recognised, put it on Twitter twice, and then in person, in front of people, I was like, you didn't have to do that. But he uh, made a massive um, kind of status about the fact well, I say massive, but he put a big paragraph on about how I see, he'd seen me at shows and I wasn't working that week. But he I'm not saying this to be like, oh, look at me, I'm doing this. Not at all. It's just very fortunate and very lucky that, you know, he mm-hmm. was kind enough to do this for me. Uh, and he put like, you know, the fact he's working hard and, you know, he's not even on shows and, you know, he's just still getting on with it. it was very, like, admirable and stuff. And then he said it in front of everyone else, at, uh, a training seminar that he had, even though I wasn't even at the training seminar, I literally arrived and was sat behind just watching when he was taking it on. And I was like, you didn't have to say that because one, I didn't pay for a seminar because I wasn't they able to get there in time. But, and again, you know, um, social media, like he put on like saying like, you should, people, you should give a top five people, you should give a follow because, you know, they're doing, they, you know, they deserve it and need it, you know, they're doing good work or whatever. And I, he put me as number one. And I'm like, dude, you didn't have to do that either. Anyway, that so that was just kind of like, wow, I appreciate that. You, know, uh-huh. you didn't have to do that. But um, yeah, those shouting for the shows. It was me versus Mad Kurt, who I'm sure everyone knows about, the dweeb. And it was um, a three-stage of help match. The first, uh, the first stage was a, um, a push-up contest, which I obviously won because I'm massive. The second was an arm wrestle, uh, which he uh, cheated to win. The coward, but um, and he is a coward calling out right now. And then uh, the next one was um, a bread on a pole match. But we, I, I got the bread. And um, it we I they said he had to eat the whole loaf, and obviously my uh, my fitness pal was going mental at the time. Like, no, don't do that. I, I was in a calorie I was in a, a calorie deficit at the time, which is uh, people don't know it's obviously you have to have a certain amount of calories to start to kind of lose to uh, kind of develop lean muscle tissue. Anyway, so I started to eat this bread, and I got about a slice in, it and I couldn't do it. So they were saying, um, you know, it was the, the first slice to win. But in mind, after all this, I'd waxed his bum which was a bit different. It's a completely different wrestling match, by the way. It this. sounds
0: incredible. And it was so fun,
1: <laughs> you know. Oh, dude, it was amazing. Like, and again, it be in the fucking bucket as well, but he uh, stole the uh, the bread off me and uh, as I was about to eat because it was being so encouraging. I was, like, I was like, you know what, mate, thanks for that, encouraging me to, to eat it. Stole it and at the last bit after I'd ate like two slices. And I was like, well, <laughs> that was that then. But anyway, <laughs> regardless of that, I had just so much fun. It was be- being in that venue, being around those guys, you know, and they've been, you know, um, going on to that being an attack as well. Getting to debut on their missile tour and the reaction I got from there. I think for me, what it is is is, is the fact that you know I'm going to go out and try and you know just be like right, you know, trying to give off this energy as big guns show, and people just knowing and understanding it and you know accepting it and kind of coming with me on this journey as well. Just been so fortunate um, so far. But anyway, long winded answer. I've been in some straight up matches and then I've been in some kind of crazy matches, but whatever. Those guys, the Sheldon guys, I'm um, very lucky to kind of had them give me well, opportunities the, as well. Anyway, uh, sorry, oh, you okay. go. I guess
0: your your shtick is that um is that it? It's very versatile, like it can do both. Um, I like to think that you know our kind of uh, personas are quite like similar uh, in the sense of like, it can be comedy. It can be a little bit, you know, it can transition into something more. uh, So that's really dope. Um, But going off that, because I'm, I'm the same, you know, I've done some like ridiculous matches. I remember I did one, uh, God, it was a, it was a few years ago now, but it was um, I was against this really really huge hometown uh, dude, and I was like, oh God, I must have been about eighteen, and um, and I was so scrawny, so I wrapped myself in bubble wrap uh and i and i, and I like, <laughs> like like so like, like i looked like a Michelin man like i was huge uh and then literally oh, this entire match yeah. is this guy slamming me me just hopping straight up just like yeah i'm fine uh and then like going like that way um <laughs> at one point at one point he like found the lip and like proper like threw me and i rolled all out of it and then like there was like this moment where the crowd were like like because I got all the bubble wrap ripped off and it was like well he's now yeah. dead <laughs> um but you know like those those those, <laughs> things, like, they've got a kind of um a really cool like sense of just fun like which is so unique to wrestling
1: dude man definitely I mean I'm I wrestle, sorry man I, I say I wrestle Matt Brooks a lot in various promotions and people have picked up on that and used that we did that recently with the uh, because obviously he beats me every time because he's an absolute Thieves. you know warrior like he's the, the beast yeah but um he um uses opera and I, it gets me every time but um we did a thing where um i put some headgear on it's actually because i have a i had a really bad cauliflower ear at the time you know i do all this comedy stick but yeah i'm the one with the cauliflower ear not not the young ones who bat, batter each other and you know um anyway but we did the thing where um i was like no i can't hear you singing and it's fine and it got to a point where he, 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 uh, it came off this was at mew in newcastle and um, he, uh, and all the, the fans were like, sing, sing, sing. And I was like, oh, no. And he, uh, he blocked me. He blocked me. And I was like, no, 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 no. Finally built up and he song beat me. But it was just that kind of like, they were like, oh, you've got it now. That's it. That's it. And it's just so fun, that that kind of thing. That's what I was like, kind of adding on to. Just those kind of things where, you know, you get to create that moment and it's like a, oh, and it's, it's just no, it's so, so fun, like, isn't it?
0: And then going on the opposite side, uh, it's cool when you then get those moments where, you as a character who have just done all the, all these things can then go a little mm. bit more serious. So like I, my favorite match uh, yeah. going back to the question that I worked was, uh, recently actually BWR, uh, versus Rampage Brown. Uh, I, I was, um, yeah, I was against, uh, I was against him for the title and, um, and that match I found, like, he's just so amazing how he was able to like, uh, cause I was worried with him being such a, a, a huge dude that, um, that I couldn't get any like yeah. realistic offense, you know, and like really like because like my whole thing, you know, like with being Weasley and like cheating and things like that. But I really wanted to also like sure. show that I've I've got the the kind of brains as well. So like, I I and then he was like, you know, yeah, 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 Work the arm, you know, like put it in between the um the barriers and things like it's, that. And we yeah, like, yeah. had such a good match. And like
1: I oh, dude, he, he, will, he, he with him. He's just like. Is incredible, and he's done. He's done like you know. He's he's been everywhere, and he you know he's just he's such. If you get fortunate enough to be in the ring with him, as well as I say, that's why I, I'll travel to, you know, I'll if I'm in Newcastle at the time with uh, my girlfriend, like you know, I'll, be, I'll definitely make sure I'm there there uh, training because it's just a, a person who's got so much you know, well, a wealth of knowledge that's it's just you know it's invaluable as well. So no, oh, yeah. Anyway, course, sorry man. you were saying,
0: and like the way the way that he like put it together, I've learned so much from that match. And I think that's why it's my favorite. Mm. Uh, Just because like I, he gave me such a bigger up that like, that has really helped. Um,
1: Oh yeah, definitely. The the next question
0: that, uh, that we got was um, who on the current indie scene is your dream opponent and why that was Gaz King.
1: Probably to have more of a serious match with like, maybe like a Kyle Fletcher or someone like that. I've got to wrestle Chris, Chris Ridgeway um, a lot. And I, you know, a couple of times and it you know that kind uh-huh. of brought something different out with me. But then again, that was when I was heel as well. So maybe like, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get to do that, uh, as me being kind of like a, a baby face and kind of coming mm-hmm. from the floor underneath. Uh, but yeah, just wrestling more of like one of the, like more of a kind of physical style, like with like, say maybe a Carl Fletcher, I mean, Chris Brooks, I'm not necessarily Chris Brooks yet. That'd be a, a, a one to tick off the list. Um, Chris, like Chris really, you know, one like, of like, I just said, then I don't know, just maybe something where I can, someone who would who be, you know, change up, make me change up my style and make me kind of be like, right, well, if I am in this situation now, so I'll do this, this, and this, I, you know, I don't know, man. I, I'll probably think of it in like an hour's time. <laughs> well, and be so like, yeah, I, of course. You know, but, you, um, like, you're at yeah. a
0: point where it's not so much about who you're facing, but more what they can get out of you. Um, so like, it seems like the question should really be like, what, what style or business do you think that you can like push for next? So like, like you just said, like, you know, you want to kind of work face in a more serious kind of match. Have you got like, um, an idea of where you're going to like transition your brand into in the next few years? Are you wanting to keep it really like comedic or are you looking to like, I don't know because like you're making waves in regards to your physique and things. Do you think that you're gonna branch oh, into you, something else or or what? What's what's your game plan? Um,
1: I think it's weird because like as I was going to mention before, but I was like when I first started like doing the gimmick, I was like, oh, heel, I can't be a face, I can't be a face. And I worked face a few places like on the campus, I was like, oh, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. But now it's got to a point where I think there's been such a journey with you know fans with everyone. You kind of you know what feeling this journey where it'd be it it's weird to kind of see how i could develop my gimmick in a uh-huh. heel way if that makes any sense but um i don't know because i've got different i'm you know with the crowd like kind of reaction or just like the way kind of i'm placed in in um on the card in, in different places you know i'm a strong kind of like i am a baby face but you know it's one of them where it's like i'm a fan favorite baby face is the best way i can describe it but i think i'd like to kind of as we progress to have more kind of like main event matches where it's more of a no we like right, we do like him now we can see what he, he you know he, he's trying he wants to do better he wants to win but it's a oh actually uh-huh. he can he can do this oh, he can win great. this and he's a viable you know viable champion and he'd be you know i think just naturally kind of like,
0: like as you transition that way maybe the kind of extreme comedy might start to fade away a little
1: yeah, and it'd be good to go back to it at points because that was obviously what my, my bread and butter when I first started. But yeah, no, I, I completely what w- with what you're saying, I completely that's agree. Awesome. Yeah. So
0: that's all the questions. Before we wrap up, is there anything that you'd like to say to anybody listening, or have you got a message for any?
1: Chuck Wood, you're a coward. How batty you see out there? No, um, <laughs> um, no, just it's just cool, man. Like I appreciate. Like I said with this, like bits, this being the first one, I'm like, well, why are you asking me to do it? Surely you got someone else. But I, I appreciate you, uh wanting me to uh, come and do this with you and, you know, start out for you to, you know, kind of progress on to when you, however however far you want to take it and you say with your website and all stuff like that, which is really no, cool, I man. Appreciate you, but, uh, man. No, I
0: appreciate you being here, man. Like the reason, the main reason, like I say, why I wanted you here is just because I I, I think that your, um, your positivity is infectious. I think that you've got such yes, uh, a, you know, you're, you're bound to go places. And I kind of want to be able to say, when you've gone and done all this stuff in like five years time that I can be like, hey, <laughs> he was on my podcast, man.
1: <laughs> oh, bless you. No, nah, it means a lot, man. And I appreciate the faith you've got me there, but no, just, um, nah, just hope everyone's safe. Hope everyone's okay. You know, with did this time, keep doing what you're doing. We'll all, we'll get through it eventually support the NHS for sure. Um, keep doing that and, um, hopefully see some, hopefully see people on the show soon.
0: Thank you so much. So everyone, that was Big Guns Joe on the debut episode of the VIP Lounge with me, Rhys Ryan. Thank you for listening. Check out Joe on Instagram at Big Guns Joe. And check out all the promotions mentioned on today's podcast. Future Shock Wrestling, Breed Wrestling, Wrestleverse, NGW, BWR, London Lucha League, and so many more. This is the very first of many podcasts I'd like to bring to you with some awesome up-and-coming BritRest stars. Any feedback and love is really appreciated. Check out reeseryanbrand.com for events, news, original content, and merchandise. Thank you so much, and thank you to Ecosia as well. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. God bless.